0: G'day folks, welcome to the Expedition Kayaks podcast, our uh, couple of monthly um, journey into, into the, the paddling world we inhabit, tales from, from our mates, a few from us, a few views and opinions on, uh, on sea kayaking and ocean paddling around our part of the world in Australia. I'll be joined from time to time by my, uh, my mother rather more podcasting shy uh, buddy and business partner Rob Mercer in Expedition Kayaks. And we hope you enjoy listening to our ramblings. So welcome to episode five of the Expedition Kayaks podcast. Uh, uh, unplanned one due to the, uh, the, the, the size of the story of the Dawson's uh, trip across to the US to take part in their two races. Hope you enjoy. All right, so we're back again because obviously uh, the Texas Water Safari, 420 kilometres, and the Yukon Quest, 700 and how many? 700 and something. 700 and something kilometres don't quite fit into one podcast, uh, as we discovered when we tried to do this all the other night. So we're back. Tonight's, tonight's podcast is thanks to a bottle of Pepper Tree Cool Climate Shiraz, which is very nice, half finished. We've just knocked off a couple of pizzas. Um, and and we're back in the Dawson's house again. Hello, Kate. Hey, Mark. <laughs> One time no see. <laughs> and Steve. Evening, Jeez. evening, Mark. Good yeah. to see you again. And as if I'd ever get sick of your voice. <laughs> so, um, for those of you who weren't listening to the uh, the podcast about the Texas Water Safari, these guys got it done. They were they were in uh, they were in all sorts of physical um, under all sorts of physical duress over the time. So we as well and mental and mental. <laughs> So we might as well take up where we left off.
1: Uh, so we just finished the Texas water safari. So we finished the, finished the safari start of June, at the end of June the we we were booked into the the Yukon Yukon River Quest and um, which which seemed like a good idea when we were planning it on paper to do the do the world's toughest canoe race in Texas and then you know with how many days? How many days between? Must
2: have been about two and a half weeks, I think.
1: Yeah, um, and then go straight into the world's longest canoe race um, in in the Yukon, and so we had a bit of a break trying to recover and, and let the blisters blisters heal, and and uh, you know it was a couple of days before we could sit comfortably because <laughs> we'd, we'd been sitting down for quite a long time. But um, so we. We headed off for a for a break to um, Vancouver Island. Okay, which was was pretty cool. So, um, real
0: iconic sea kikers destination. You know, there's, there's been all sorts of attempts to break the record going around it
1: and dramas and. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't. Uh, th- there was a vague temptation to find a boat and, and find a, find some way of actually having a crack at a, at a speed record around Vancouver Island. It's
0: it's quite big. Thirty days. Was, was the record for a long time. Yeah. And then I know Sean Morley blew it to bits. And then I think Joe O'Blennis. Yeah. Yeah, with a big fat Greenland paddle. With a Greenland fast paddle, boat. paddle. Yeah, there you oh, go. Man. Just to prove you can do anything with those things. Yeah. Um, and then I, I spoke to this guy's dad. They own a kayak shop around about there somewhere. And they uh, his son did it in a phenomenal time. Like seven, and, and my mate Dave Hawkin from Ireland, he and his mate had a crack at it as well. It didn't quite get there, and they can motor those guys. So to think that they didn't manage to knock it off in Taran's at full tilt, it must mm. be some sort of a challenge. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Seems Sorry. like too nice a place to race around to
2: me. Oh, it was a beautiful place. It it reminded us of New Zealand actually. Oh really? Um, yeah. The South Island. Yeah.
1: We, we roughed it too. You know, we had a little we had a little um, bed sit on the. A floating bedsit on the um, on Fisherman's Wharf
2: In Victoria.
1: Yeah, so in the capital, and uh, that was pretty cool. So we'd get up every morning. You sort of walk outside the door, and you're right where everybody else is is coming to as, a, as an attraction, and that was that was nice. Um, we did get a chance to to paddle. Um, I've got a couple of friends uh, friends, Castle Porter Porter, came up from um, Oregon. And, um, this is a lady from the church of the double bladed Yes, it is paddle, right? That's right. Okay, cool. And, um, then Lawrence, who's, um, who's one of the other admins for the church, uh, he's, he's working as a, a kayak guide for wild coast on, um, who are up in Quadra. And, um, so they, we arranged to, to go out for a paddle with Lawrence and, um, the, the owners of the owners of the business came out. You know, they, we they just gave us some boats, and we went out for a, a nice cruisy paddle in amongst the, the humpback whales oh, wow. of um, Quadra Island. Which, um, so you're in the you're in the piece of water between um, Vancouver Island and the mainland, and um, apparently it's full of herring. And so you just have you have humpbacks just. Circling, circling around yeah. David Attenborough stuff mate oh it yeah. was yeah. Um, there, there was enough humpbacks and they were close enough that we were actually backing away from them as they uh, you know they just kept coming towards us and they, they were all over the place mm. but it was it was a great paddle um, and yeah. seals there was lots of seals yeah some some dirty great big s- snails yeah
2: you
1: know. snails oh, yeah snails
2: okay. and starfish they weren't called starfish; they're called something else. Sea stars. Sea stars. They no, were purple.
1: Because they're not fish. Yeah. We learned some. We actually <laughs> learned some things. <laughs>
0: that's a fair. I've never said a set of gills on a starfish. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. 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 So um, okay.
1: Yeah, you know. So that was that was a nice day out, mm. and um, they were that was a nice bunch to go paddling with, and it was a you know a nice relaxed relaxed paddle without any pressure and didn't
0: uh, didn't to start stopwatch stop, just to see how fast they could go
1: or oh, you know once you know once we called it a day. We did beat them to the beach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's Oscar's line, isn't it? Hey, it's, yeah. it's called the human race for a reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, we had a good we had a good break there, and um, then we headed off to Whitehorse in in the Yukon for the start of the Yukon River Quest.
0: So that's a race that
1: I've heard about, and
0: I know Rob. Mercer has always said he'd like to go and do it one day and I sat with Tony Heistick a very well accomplished marathon paddler from from around our parts last year at the the pre-dinner before the mile classic and he told me all about his race which he did last year yeah and then as I was saying a bit earlier Lyndon Anderson who we, we had a night with in Bass Strait on a little island was telling us all about his Yukon Quest years and years ago. And it sounded like a hell of an adventure, you know. Well, not really. your old head down, bum up, flatwater no. race. It sounded like something an awful lot more complex and three dimensional than that.
2: Well, it, it is, you know, it is. And everything you thought we'd researched and knew about it, there was so much more that we. I thought we were pretty had well, had well prepared. That it wasn't what we expected, in places.
1: No. No, there were some things you know we didn't understand. Cold. Yeah, well, it's kind of hard to even in our winter here to, to understand yeah, what cold is. Isn't yeah, it? we, we thought we'd we prepared for the cold, and that that kind of caught us by surprise. Well, um, that's you know it was the middle of their summer, and it was kind of seasonably seasonably warm. Oh, um, well, it's about twenty three degrees most days.
2: Mm.
1: Something. Then got down to sort of fifteen at one point. That was just that was just banging around. Know. Around Whitehorse, um,
2: no it was. Um, maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite warm.
1: So you oh, came
0: God. in and checked out a bunch of cold weather stuff before you went.
2: We did, and they were good.
0: They worked. Yeah, they there did. The yeah. expedition kayaks, weekend outfit, pool <laughs> Yukon, sort of.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: Well, so you got the you got the nth degree stuff, didn't you?
2: The nth degree pants. Which great. The big thermal shell ones yeah. that we can't sell because they're too hot. Yeah. <laughs> right. just so perfect. Just right. This, yeah. this is where
1: Mark finally managed to ditch that stuff. Yeah. Is. He's been trying to get rid of it yeah. for nine years. Yeah. And Kate walked in with them and went, actually, I'm going to do a bit of a deal on those. <laughs> um, and I think I took the Zik ones, which were, yeah, they were, they were really good. Yeah. Um,
2: and the seal skin socks.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how we get through our brutal winter here on skis. <laughs> You know, yeah. when it's, when this the water gets down to 17, let me tell is, you.
1: This is not actually the exercise in product no. placement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when the water gets down to 17, we're all pretty happy we've got those things on. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah.
2: So we were there a few days before and there was three days of, um, practice, practice paddles. Yeah. Oh so like yeah. Cutting out your boat and
0: so you managed to keep your, your boat in one piece on this?
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. We actually, uh, which was a good thing because we rented a boat. So the, the story behind the, the boat this time was um, last year, the, the the guys from World Kayaks from Estonia turned up with a with a racing team that, that seemed to be full of, uh, allegedly full of um, some pretty handy paddlers. And they bought, bought a bunch of boats with them and um Set some set some pretty good times, and one of the local one of the local outfits scooped up all the boats when they were done, and we looked at them and said, "Well, if they were, those boats were fast last year, that's the boat we wanted." So we we rented this World Kayaks six hundred and forty Sport in carbon, which seemed like the fastest thing we could get our hands on, and the you've only got you've got limited choices, you know, when you're going to. There's not a lot of boats banging around the Yukon, right. and um, their paddling season is, you know, it's, it's probably something like six weeks long. That's that's when it's, you know, from the time the ice thaws on the river to the time it the it starts getting too cold again. You know, they don't actually have a lot of um, a lot of time to paddle. Yeah. Um, so we rented we rented this boat from a, a guy called Thomas, who's um, oh, I think if we broken the boat, Thomas would have. Either cried or screamed at us in German, <laughs> which he which did a lot of. Yes, there was a, there was a lot of crying some, or no, no screaming, at, <laughs> screaming at people in German. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of Germans there, surprisingly. There okay, was, um, so you know a lot of people understood what he was saying. and We just assumed if he was talking German, he wasn't talking to us. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, a, it was yeah. The best we could do. So um, yeah, we we got there and we um, we had three days three days to paddle. Um, before the race, we took it out on a took it out on they, a lake. They
2: took us to a lake the first day, so we could just uh, get our seats right and um,
1: trying to get comfortable in it.
2: Yeah, the the trouble with the boat was it had um, steering both front and rear. Okay, and so I was in the front, um, and when I would try and push on the pedal, if Steve had his foot on it, ah. he was, uh, was counteracting, I couldn't.
0: Yeah. Oh, so the the, the pedals at both ends yes. moved. Yeah. Yes. They oh. both moved they both moved oh. together.
1: So um, and we and we tried to take that's almost the definition of a divorce boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we we had this plan that we were going to um, take some bigfoot's bigfoot, bigfoot pedals and fit those into the boat mm-hmm. which was going to be a bit of a discussion with the the guy we were renting them off cuz that meant probably drilling some holes and doing some other things but they just didn't fit. So um, in the end I slackened the slackened the pedals off in the back to just nullify the steering. Yeah. And we wound up with an old rudder blade zip tied to the to the pedals so I could actually have a foot plate to push on. But oh, it, good. it didn't yeah. do it kept you off the pedals. Yeah. It yeah. didn't do anything for Kate. But because um, she was still with her feet out the sides. Oh, but yeah. yeah, it was
2: not a very comfortable boat.
1: What
0: are we talking a sea Yeah. Yeah. Right, so like your North Shore Atlantic.
2: Um, no,
1: no, it's, um, I don't, I don't think it's any narrower. It's a, it's a little bit longer. It was sort of 6.4 metres long, um, plumb bow, not a lot of, not a lot of windage. Um, looked like a, you know, for a sea kayak, it looked like a relatively fast boat and, um. Later, later evidence would tend to suggest it wasn't, but that was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, you've got these. The, the Yukon has rules about width to, width to length ratios. Yeah. And um, there's a. They don't allow fast boats, basically.
0: So you couldn't um, do it in like an Epic 18X double?
1: I don't know if the 18X double. The, the 18X, one of the 18Xs, there was a lot of them. Yeah, The sport, the little sport, yeah. But yeah, there's no, there's absolutely no skis. You've got to have a cockpit. Yeah. Um, although they have, they've got canoes and they've got, um, they've got subs in the race, but there's no skis. Yeah. Um, and and I, yeah, I think the the load, you've got this, you've got a, this long list of stuff you have to carry and, yeah. as mandatory equipment, and you just couldn't get it on a ski. Right. Um, but yeah, so the boat's kind of short and fat and um I think the doubles were probably the worst of it some of the singles actually seemed to be reasonably spelt but um as fast as your Atlantic? uh maybe a little faster yeah I suspect a little bit longer more waterline um but there's a decent current there so we had we had one day on the lake the second day we went out and uh had a run oh it was like a 20k 20k run
2: um from the start line down to
1: Tahini Bridge to te- Tahini,
2: te- Keen- te- Keen- yeah. And Tahini's is, <laughs> te- food, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a dip, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that was good, and we were it was pretty fast. Some of the places on that yeah. stretch of river, I can't think what we were going up to, but well, I think okay.
1: you get up around 1920, so you're doing 20 kilometres an hour in places, which, okay, you know, it's all right. Um so we had that, and then we then we took it back to the lake on the third day and um, had a just final shake, final shakedown, and just move some things around. Um, we weren't happy with the seats. No. The seats were giving us giving us a bit of grief. You you more than me.
2: Yeah, so we ended up going to the all the shops in town and buying every different sort of seat I could find to try them out. on so, our last day. So we had foam seats, we had gel
1: <laughs> seats, we had. Um, um, sure was a lazy boy there somewhere. It yeah. was just, so yeah. I ended up with just a um,
2: a thermarest one of those z oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. seats, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was perfect. Little, little the egg. whole race, never got a sore butt at all.
0: I did a Hawkesbury on one of them once and yeah. it kept deflating.
2: Oh, no, not a... F- it wasn't a
1: no, we had one of those too, yeah, but no, was, this is, is just the foam one. Oh, okay, so just the there's just a little sort of egg carton, egg carton. Final. Oh, I know the one you mean, yeah, yeah. okay, right. Oh, yeah, that's that was, good, it was perfect. Can't deflate. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was also the cheapest one of all the ones we bought. Yeah, okay. but if you know, if anybody wants a, a, a wide range of alternative seats, seating, yeah, yeah, we've got them.
0: I'll have to have a look because I'm a bit precious. Yeah, <laughs> Mercer says I'm like the princess in the pea when it comes to kayak <laughs> seats. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, so yeah, we we found that found that for Kate. Um, I ended up racing in that on the sweet cheeks that I borrowed from you, Mick McGrobb sweet cheeks, and yeah. I have to say they were re- it, it was really good. It just it, it just formed under my ass cheeks yeah, and um, and stayed that way the whole race and it was just really comfortable so
0: See, uh, kayak, uh, kayakers listening to this will get it people who aren't kayakers will be saying why are these people spending so much time <laughs> Talking about their seats and because, their ass cheeks. Because we spent so much time <laughs> <laughs> sitting on our cheeks. You can have a 45-minute conversation with someone about your ass cheeks. Yeah, 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 you can. And your sit bones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you so, bet. And they look at you longingly and knowingly, and they know exactly what you mean, just like I'm looking at you two now. <laughs> yeah. And, then
1: there's, and there's probably people who listen to this and go, where do I get one of these Z? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Google's is-
0: Google's just gone off with, with, with uh, sweet cheeks and yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah. so the sweet checks were good. Um, so you go from that to um, go from that to scrutineering. So um, scrutineering is actually a pretty well organised, well organised exercise. Um, there's a the, the list of mandatory stuff is quite long. So you've got um, you need a tent, mm-hmm. and um, you need sleeping bags that are down to minus five, and you need um,
2: First aid kit, very specific first
1: aid kit. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of stuff in the first Any aid kit. Any of that suck the poison out stuff? No no, no. no, right. No, there's no snakes up there. Okay. Um, there, there was a vague recommendation bouncing around that you should get some bear spray. Yeah,
0: I don't want to be close enough to a bear to be spraying stuff at it. No, yeah. no, no. I think not. if it's got to that point,
1: you know, it'd want to be some damn badass spray. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly, it is. It's, yeah, okay. Um, you know, it's like police pepper spray on steroids. Right. Okay, but, right. Um, and it comes in like a in, in a I don't know four hundred four hundred and fifty right. mil cans. Mm. So you know, there's enough of it to yeah. You know, spread it around. Yeah. Um
0: Can they swim?
2: Yes.
1: Okay. How fast can they swim after you? I don't
2: know, but uh, we've quite fast. I'm about can, people. Have, yeah. yeah,
0: seriously,
1: foot it, but yeah. 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 I I believe they're um, they're quite effective swimmers. Mm. Okay. And they're pretty fast on land as well. Um,
2: Someone um, saw one floating on its back.
1: Yeah. Oh, and that would have been Yogi. (laughs) (laughs) Was Boo Boo
0: Handy and Cindy?
1: (laughs) I can't remember why, but at at one stage I, I saw a video clip of one climbing a tree and it was... It, it, you know, it went from running along the ground to, to basically running up the tree at the same speed. And it's like, so climbing a tree, you're not going to outrun it there either. No. Um, they're quite effective tree climbers. So. Okay. So anyway, you know, the, the bears were a bit of a source of discussion. Um, the, what else? Um, you had to have a cooker.
2: Cooker and. Pot. The pot. Um.
1: There was. All the usual stuff. There there was all boats needed spray decks.
2: A couple of extra sets of warm clothes. Yeah. Um, Yeah. All the normal. Yeah. Yeah. Common
1: sense stuff. Um, Yeah. And the the usual things like a um, a bivy bag, like a a rescue rescue bag, not a blanket. Yeah. Um, And. And your spot yeah spot, spot tracker all so the races, everyone's, everyone's carrying a spot tracker all the yeah. racers have got spot trackers and they're registered with the race organisers Yeah. so they they load them up in their tracking system and, and you can see where everybody is and um, you had to have a baler and oh, and, so, and you got to have ropes so we we had um, throw bags you had a throw bag and a rope one on the bow one on the stern and um, which because you the only checkpoints have you finishing at a dock so um, wow so you you know you pass the rope off to someone and they pull you in um but the the baler was the was the one where i was just we'd been walking around walking around whitehorse which isn't that big and they've got some really good outfitting shops they've got some top-notch outdoor and kayaking shops i have to say and um i just got sick of buying stuff and instead of so we had to have something to, to empty water out of the boat and i decided that we'd bought enough stuff and i just took a yogurt container rope baler on the outside of it and said that'll do and I got a bit of a look from the from the guy at scrutineering, but he waved us through. Um, I suspect it was because he was, I, th- I think he was a Kiwi, and he was just volunteering on the on his way through town. So. I thought he was Australian. No, he was a Kiwi. Probably thought it was pretty funny. Oh, I don't think he knew what a paddle was. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, no. um, he, no, he wasn't a, a paddler. He had a list of stuff, and he had to tick those off. Yeah. You know? And then the, yeah, it was the first aid kit, which was. Had all sorts of, had all sorts of things like you know three different sizes of blister blister patches and very burn, specific burn patches and you've yep. got to have this and you've got to have that and, and they went through that in, in quite quite rigorous detail. Well, oh,
0: seven hundred k is a long way. Yeah, and that's nearly Sydney to Brisbane. Yeah, you know that's a bloody long way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. By sea, that's that's one hundred k shy of Sydney to Brisbane. Yeah yeah so I mean we're talking about a big distance you want to be well well equipped when you think about it yeah Yeah. so so you load it up you have have your briefing and you're on your way and Um,
2: the next day the race starts um, you don't start at the boat you start in a park and you have to run to your boat okay it's about 400 metres 400 metres oh right yeah not 50 metres down a hill no no Oh, you're
0: doing half a K. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's, you know,
1: you, you, you go to the park and you listen to the pollies having a, having their speech and, you know, people people wish the race as well. And then, you know, you're looking around and everybody looks as though they're just going to stroll down to the boats because, you know, it's a 700 K race, yeah, wide yeah. run. Yeah, yeah, you right. know, it's, it's, yeah. And then the sprinting starts yeah. and, uh, you know, it's, it just goes mad. I
0: imagine not everybody's particularly built for sprinting.
1: No. No. Yeah. No. Oh, I can
0: imagine if they had to do a sprint start at the Hawkesbury Classic or the Mile. Uh, yeah. And, and that would be worth say, videoing. You've it's, it's it's got all like your like
2: gear on. You've got your keys yeah, yeah. on and you've got your spray skirt. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It'll look a bit like when they chase that ball of cheese yeah. down the hill in England, you know. Right. Yeah. So okay. A 400-meter run before yeah. a 700-kilometer paddle. Yeah. Okay. Just to warm you up. Yeah. What What's the reason there, do you think? Is that so yeah. that people who can run really fast get a little
1: <laughs> advantage or... I have no idea. I think it spreads them yeah. out a little bit. So all the boats are lined up. Yeah. And How many boats are we talking here? Uh, 116 boats. Yeah, well that's not that many. Record, record year for them. It's still not that it's, it's many it's for just, a start. No. no. Um, I mean,
0: every ski race we go in has 200. Yeah. And they, you tend to go off in two waves.
2: Yeah. No limit, drama. The limit is 125 yep. boats. Okay. And yeah. they, had, they did reach the limit and then a few dropped out. Yeah. So started off. At one
1: sixteen. Like when they when they registered for this, they open up they open up on I don't know, was it the first of November or something like that, and half half the places were filled in two hours. Like we were boat we were there waiting online when the race when the race registration opened, and we were boat fifteen I think, mm-hmm. um, and with with the dropouts by the time we raced we were actually down boat eleven. So they just they mm. just keep moving forward, and um, I think they filled it. They filled the entire race card in less than a week, and you know, so it's not like the it's not like the races here where they spend ages going. You know, you haven't registered, you haven't registered, yeah, yeah. You haven't registered. because there's a cap on it. People, yeah. people early bird entries yeah, finish yeah, yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, people rush to get in, but they also say to people, you know, you can wait list, and if you wait list, somebody else will drop out, and as long as you're prepared to turn up, you'll get, get in. You know, they've They've never started a race with the full card, so um, mm. you know it's worth bearing in mind. If you don't get you don't get your entry in, you could still race, but it's mm. a slight gamble. Mm.
0: But um, I wonder if anyone's ever done their ankle on a 400 meter run to the boats.
2: <laughs> that's a fair oh, way. Surprise, because you're running along a path and then you're going down onto the stony beach. Yeah, and, yeah. that's a fair way through some water and yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And all the boats are all the boats are lined up in entry order. So yep. if, you know if you were if you were entry number one, which yep. goes to the previous previous year's winner, mm-hmm. you get pole position. Mm-hmm. And then you know we were we were ten back from that. Um, so I think the running start kind of spreads out the yep. spreads mm-hmm. out the mass start. But um, that's yeah. very cool. And then they've got the the Voyager canoes, which are you know ten man ten man boats, and they're all in a, in a little pod by themselves, yeah. so they don't run too many people down. Um, because once those things get, you know, they're, they're huge. And once mm-hmm. they get moving, um, anybody who cuts across in front of them is taking their life in their hands. It's like a walker. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's very much. Um, you know, they're two, two paddlers wide. So. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah. So
2: yeah. Run down, uh, get into the boat. Take yeah. off. And it was
1: it was pretty tight for a little while. Yeah. But, you know, very quickly, if you know, if you've, if you've got any speed on, if you've you know, got any, any form at all. You know the the fast boats were were starting to move, and it really spread out really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you First know,
2: checkpoint was uh, three hours, I think.
1: Yeah, about thirty k's in. Yeah. The start of Lake Lavage.
2: Yeah, just before the lake. Yeah. yeah.
1: And um, you know, by then there was a couple of boats within two or three hundred meters of us, but that was as close as as close as anybody got. Yeah. And um, you know, you. You come off the river. The river runs into Lake La Barge, and um, the the lake's 51 k's long. So you just you you've got to stay 200 meters. You're not allowed more than 200 meters off the shore, so you can't straight line it. But it doesn't really it doesn't really have much effect. Um, and while we were out on the barge, the the wind came through, and we had some we had pretty snow. serious. We had some pretty yeah. We had a storm, <laughs> and. Um, which, you know, the the storm was good enough that it, it um, actually swamped. We saw at least one of the um, six man six man canoes just swamped completely and capsized, and, and um, the canoes were having a hell of a time mm. out, on the, out on the lake. Um, with, there was there was a four man where the guy in the front was paddling paddling furiously. I think the guy in seat the guy in the guy in seat two was bracing. The guy in seat three had something like, like a giant Tupperware sort of box, you know, kind of twice the size of a shoe box, chucking water over the side as fast as he, could, as he could, and the guy in seat four was bracing like mad as well. So the only forward motion they had was the poor guy in the front who was trying to pull, you know, probably close to eight, 800 kilos of, of paddlers in the boat, and... The water was just pouring in over the sides as fast as this other guy with a Tupperware could, could bail. Um, okay.
2: So, so for us, it wasn't, we were fine, um, had no issues with stability or anything. Yeah. But the waves were crashing into me in the front and then they were all pooling around, the water was pooling around my- um, Spray deck. S- spray deck mm-hmm. and slowly seeping in. Yeah. And that water was, I felt like I was in an ice bath, it was so cold. Uh, Um, but then, yeah, it was all sloshing around inside.
1: It it was about that point that I was wondering, you know, this this Estonian sea kayak, I was (laughs) kind of wondering whether Estonians actually had any coastline because it was just just diving through waves. You know, every time it hit a wave, the nose would just dive straight down through it.
0: They tend to design them to deal with wind because there's not really any waves, and if there are, it's so cold, Mm -hmm. you'd be an idiot to be out there. So their boats tend to be all centered around avoiding wind.
1: And yeah, well, it did, it did that. Yeah,
0: don't um, get pushed around, but they don't—they don't deal with waves yeah, generally.
1: There was a lot of people who, who started sort of hugging the shore because they, you know, it, it seemed they were fearing for their lives, whereas we were out. We had a we had a GPS track which um, was useful and. The, the GPS track had the the 200 meter mark, so we knew how far we could be out, and we could straight line as much of the lake as we could, and um, you know generally we we're kind of comfortable in the waves and the, you know just powering straight into it and um, so it was a headwind yeah yeah, yeah it was, oh joy it, it was a headwind yeah um, a little bit quartering but um, yeah it was more that Kate was wearing it Kate was wearing it sort of chest high as the as the boat dove and I got my jacket on you you managed to get your jacket on but that was when I discovered I'd made a technical technical error and my jacket was in a dry bag shoved in front of the in front of my footrests, and I couldn't get to it so we spent the next couple of hours on the lake not
2: more than a couple of hours freezing it took about five or six hours to get across that lake huh? yeah
1: and at one stage we so we had to pull over we had to pull over and bail at one stage um things weren't working we, and we pulled over to the shore and, and managed to get the jacket out and and broke out the, the the yogurt container baler and baled like crazy which you know really emphasized that it wasn't the sort of thing that i should have cut corners on um and was that when the officials turned up
2: yes they were you saying so yeah. you're about 11 you're sending out an sos
1: oh really yeah um, yeah
2: What's going on? With, no, yeah. we're fine. Are you Are
1: you okay? Yeah. Um, and yeah, apparently our spot tracker had actually switched into SOS mode, and um, so the spot tracker had sent the SOS to the, the monitoring. Yeah, the monitoring AMSA. An monitor. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, it goes now. They get uh, so spots. Yeah, spots and anything But it had yeah. gone to Texas, yeah. and the and te- Texans had called search and rescue in um, in Canada, who had alerted the royal canadian mounted police and uh fortunately they knew that there was a big race on and that you know anybody stupid enough to be out on lake gavage was probably part of the race yeah and they contacted the officials instead of sending out a a yeah helicopter yeah good um so the officials the officials passed back that it was okay um we pulled over and reset the spot and we
2: had the spot on the stern yeah so we couldn't see if anything was
1: yeah it wasn't yeah it wasn't like We'd push the button by accident. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. It was eight feet behind me. Cold water on or something. Um, no, be. they're
0: pretty. They're pretty good things. They don't. They don't misbehave too often. I must say. I well, everywhere.
1: Yeah. Although, you know, the, going through our heads at that stage was, well, Spot have just woken up our kids at home because they're next. They're the next of kin. They're the ones who get alerted and had that.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Our kids hadn't provided any useful information. <laughs> <laughs> you know, other than, yeah, they're in Canada somewhere. <laughs> so um, I think we had one other stop on the lake because um, we, we were still taking on a lot of water.
2: No, well, it was only one, I think. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure it was two, but... And that's 51 k's? Yeah, yeah. so 51 uh-huh. k's down the lake. Then you're back on the river. Yeah. How wide's a river? Oh.
2: It changed, but when we first... Went off the lake onto the river. It was quite narrow, actually. A couple hundred metres. Yeah. You know, oh, okay.
1: And it's, um, it's it's. I was going to say it's sandy, but there's no it's, there's no sand anywhere. It's all rock. It's all it's all stones and rocks, and you know the, there are no sandy beaches. Mm-hmm. Um. So you know every time you pull over, you're pulling over on on stones. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but it was really nice to go from the lake that had no flow, and we were going about nine. Yeah. Um. Then to get back on the river, and we're suddenly back up to fifteen.
0: 15 yeah. Wow. Or yeah. Yeah. The so speedo. Then, the speedo does tend to fix everything, doesn't it? It does. You yeah. know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And and some of the flow was really good. You know, we we were hitting twenties. Mm. You know, we were we were into the twenties, um, for for large chunks of it. But it,
2: it really didn't feel like you're going twenty.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're still paddling hard. You still yeah. got resistance on your yeah. blade. Yeah. You're yeah. still. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, and then, and then you know, so we're six or seven hours seven hours in and it's shaking your head but I think it
2: was more like nine because it was three before we got to the lake
1: yeah, yeah alright um, time's just it's all a blur <laughs> yeah I'll bet yeah. but um, you know the so the first leg takes you through to a place called CarMax and there's not all, you you go through some other some other landmarks but it's you know unless you're looking at the Unless you're looking at a map. Um. And, it, and it's bright. We're not
0: talking sunlight. We're not talking night time.
2: No, it, it doesn't get dark. Um,
1: well, it did the first night.
2: For, well, no, it never got dark. How You can still see. How does? It's dark? just like dusk. Yeah. Wasn't it?
1: So, and for how long? So, so we started oh,
2: maybe at... Maybe three hours. Yeah. Okay. And then the sun's coming up again.
1: Yeah. We started at 12 o'clock in the 12 o'clock lunchtime. Mm. And... The sun went down half an hour after midnight. <laughs> so 12 twelve thirty a.m. the sun goes down, and three thirty it's back up again. And um, but it was cold. The, that the that water, was our coldest
2: night. Yeah, we had the the mist on the water.
1: Yeah, the the water temperature is about six degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, the air temperature was probably somewhere close it certainly was down on the water you know there was just this there was this layer of cold just hanging above the water mm-hmm. and
2: and it was very calm there was no wind
1: yeah first day was actually all right that was you know we didn't so you get to, you get to carmax and carmax is 300 k's in um
2: so that took us 23 hours to get to carmax Right. Eh? Uh, yeah. so that's an indication of how fast so that's, it was. Yeah. that's pretty much non- well, yeah. It was non-stop yeah we just pulled over occasionally very because 'Cause
0: you'd practised doing twenty
1: four hour power. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have done. we just come from Texas where we did, you know, yeah, forty yeah. forty in a boat. So um, then
2: you get to CarMax, um, and it's a seven hour mandatory stop.
1: Yeah. Cool. Um, so you hit the you hit the wharf, you hit the, the pontoon at CarMax, they pull your boat out and they put it in a queue and they check it in and they'll release your boat seven hours later. Mm-hmm. And so you can you can pre-order food. You can pre-order um, accommodation, so you can have a they'll, they'll put a tent up for you, mm-hmm. and basically you you eat. And I think we had a I had a bacon and egg cheeseburger with mayonnaise and hot, <laughs> hot chocolate. You know, you've, after twenty three hours, you just yeah, yeah. Give, it, give me calories. Yeah, um, Then we had um, we were lucky um, friends. Who, a Facebook friend volunteered to be our crew Erin uh, Giesbrecht and um, so she's Erin's Aaron local to Whitehorse and she'd set up a tent with a with an airbed and we had
2: sheets and,
1: you know sheets and pillows it was wow so you know get your gear off shorts into shorts and t-shirt because it was yeah. pretty warm we'll
2: dry out all your clothes yeah
1: climb onto eat your food climb onto a bed go to sleep you know five hours later wake up have another have another bacony cheeseburger, yeah, and, and a hot chocolate, and get back in the boat. You know, and you've just climbed into a nice clean gear. It's that's well, well dry. I, it was dry.
2: I, we we're lucky; it was a very hot day, so everything dried really quickly. Yeah, um, but I it was so it was just loud. What was it? I wouldn't say it was loudest chatter everywhere, mm. and people going around doing their thing. Yeah. So I didn't manage to sleep at all. I just lay there. And then I got more and more worried, thinking, I've got to get to sleep, I've got to get to sleep, and that made it worse. So I didn't sleep at all. Yeah, again, I slept really well. Yeah, Steve yeah. slept really well. Nice. No shame. <laughs>
1: no. Yeah. No, no problem at all. Yeah. Um, so then you, you leave CarMax and it's. So you got 300 gone, and you got what, 400 and something to 400, go? 400. Yeah. yeah, 400 to go. And. and yeah.
2: No, we knew when we left it was about, what was it, two hours until the, there was two rapids. Mm-hmm. on this uh, it was two hours till the first one
1: yeah so first one's five fingers and five finger rapid it and it's and when people are telling you about it you know it, it varies from it'll be washed out to but the waves can be eight feet high and you, you know, feel and like
2: you're going downhill yeah because it's just the rock formations mm-hmm. it feels like you're going down a chute yeah and so I was a bit nervous about that I was worrying about what it was going to be like but it was, actually, it was fine, and actually, really
1: enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was okay for us because because we got got to Carmax in twenty three hours. You know, we we'd arrived there just before lunchtime, and this was we were heading out seven o'clock at night. So we, we reached we reached the rapids at nine o'clock at night. But you know, if you'd come through someone who was four or five hours behind us, they'd be going through at till you know twelve a.m. two a.m. Mm. which, you know, it was...
2: Well, it wasn't going to be dark. <clears throat>
1: a little bit. It was it was dusky, but, mm. you know, I wouldn't want to be going through necessarily in the dark. Poor visibility. Yeah.
2: But it was good. They had a... Um, a safety boat? A safety boat there at
0: the bottom of the rapid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and they were all like,
2: wahoo, <laughs> you did uh, it. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. As, as
1: it turned out, it was all kind of washed out, or yeah. it, you know, or it didn't live up to the oh, yeah. didn't live up to its reputation. We, <laughs> we
2: did have a rather low water year, so yeah. wasn't it wasn't wasn't quite water. the Zambezi. No, so then after that, there was another rapid which was nothing to really yeah. worry about. There wasn't enough water there,
1: and then it's just you know you got two hundred k's, and yeah. you just, um, the
2: next um,
1: the probably the, the the hardest parts of that were. The the run to Carmax is, is, is you know, the the race is kind of a zigzag. So you head north, then you head then you head west and then you head north again and well, it's kinda of northwest in the in the second leg. And it took us nineteen hours to do the to do the second leg to Coffee Creek and the wind was blowing in our faces for nineteen hours and it was, you know, ten to ten to twenty knots the whole way. Right. And you just wanted to hide behind a, you know, anything. And there's nothing, you know. the The wind is blowing directly down the gorge. Yeah. It's, and um, the the terrain is gorge, high hills on either side, high hills. So like the showhaven
0: River that we oh, go paddling at sometimes.
1: No, the sides are, the sides are bigger than that. Okay. Yeah, wow. Some That's, of them, some yeah. of them are really tall. That's pretty um,
2: magnificent, really. We, we weren't
1: really thinking it was that great at the time and it had kind of lost its tourist yeah, appeal after the, you know yeah i bet but looking back yes it
2: was
1: lots of mm. lots of um, pine trees mm. you got some photos right no <laughs> <laughs> the race well <laughs> you're right i mean
0: it would have tacked on an extra four or five seconds probably. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah.
1: you know we did yeah basically yeah, it's just pine trees you know it's pine trees and rocks and, yeah, yep. and whatever. um we saw some moose. There yep. was a, you know moose, and they not big. I didn't realise how big that were. Yeah, yeah. We um, saw it, lots of beavers. Yeah, in the in the race notes, they refer to charismatic megafauna, <laughs> which is uh, you know grizzly bears, brown bears, and um, and moose. Um, basically, things that will mess you up if you get in their way. So um, yeah, so we didn't see any bears. No. Thought we did for a while. The, you were seeing things that I wasn't seeing. Well,
2: that wasn't... Oh, was it, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. The the trees on the side seemed to turn into elephants for some reason. Elephants? Yes, herds of elephants. Right.
0: How often was
1: that happening? Um, it was quite yeah. a lot. We had, we had quite a few... <laughs> we had a few conversations about elephants. Yeah. Did you see them as well? Uh, I could see how you could look at the trees and see an elephant. Right. right. But, you know, I was obviously looking the wrong way or they were hiding. You were seeing other things. Yeah. I, yeah, my hallucinations came later.
0: How far in are we here then? Oh, we're...
2: 23
0: and 19, 42 hours to Coffee Creek. I hope they had good coffee at Coffee Creek. No, no they didn't. No, there was no coffee at Coffee Creek. Um, <laughs> but that is a bit of a North American thing, you know. There is really no good coffee. Doesn't matter where you go. Canada
1: was better than the, better than the US. Really? Yeah, yeah it was. Oh mate. Tim Hortons was, was kind of okay. Oh. It was... Yeah, there was no Starbucks, so you know that's that's points forward. Um there's
2: Starbucks everywhere. Not in Canada. Yeah.
1: No, it was Tim Hortons. Were well, they next oh, to the elephants? Maybe, it was but both. well, there's
0: Starbucks alongside the elephants in the trees. <laughs> um, so, so forty-two hours in, we're at Coffee Creek.
1: Well, no, we
2: so before we got there, we we both were having issues. I well, well
1: before that before we hit, we started. Once we got through the rapids, it was, the um, the river changes and it gets kind of wide and, and you know, you, you've got to understand the scale. In places, the river's a mile wide and it's got islands in, between, in mm-hmm. the middle and um, depending on where you go, you know, if you can find a shortcut, you know, you take, a lot of people are just paddling the outside of the channel, you know, and, and the, the conventional wisdom that the outside of the bend's the one moving the fastest and, you know, you go this way and um when i when i've done the prep i had been looking for a gps track you know someone who's someone who'd raced it previously who wanted to share their gps track in it and um i have to say no one wants to share okay, <laughs> this is they're a bit proprietary and um what i found is that if you actually that you can look back at the race tracker data and if you take you know, the, the the spot trackers check in every fifteen minutes, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, on a on a bend. So you can see how far apart the dots are. Yeah, mm-hmm. but if you try and link you try and link someone's spot spot check ins together, it's kinda useless. But if you actually look at all of them together, you can basically you know and there's there's like four hundred thousand yeah. of them for the entire race. And you can see where everybody was. Yeah. And you can get the points close enough together that you can literally step from point to point to point. Yeah. And so I spent some time building a GPS track of the of the fastest forty boats yeah and it was good it was a good track was well, good to have a line so, so we had shortcuts you know we knew where the we knew where the fast boats had gone relative to the slow boats and, yep. and the first time we hit a checkpoint the first time we hit a, a um, shortcut was just after just oh, after um, rink five, rink. five finger no, rink. Rink. all right rink. And there was a guy beside us, and I think he'd kind of pulled away a little bit to have a pee, and we'd pulled the other way to have a pee, and I've gone, this is a shortcut, Kate, we're going down this, we, he was following around the outside of the bed, which was a long, slow left-hander, mm-hmm. and there was a little nothing heading off to the left, and we took the shortcut, he went around the outside, and it was like we'd teleported. We wound up 15 minutes in front of him.
0: Uh, this is just, what this is what Lyndon told me. You know, <laughs> he was, said they disappeared on one side of an island with yeah, the guys yeah. who were coming second. Yeah. Yeah. And when they came out, they were
1: first. Yeah. And it was yeah. it was a huge huge jump on him. You yeah. know, he was he, he. I ran into him afterwards, and he said, you know, he, it, I didn't know where he'd gone, and then suddenly it was like the miles ahead of me. What happened? Mm. Um, and so that was the first shortcut. The, the second one, we um we got to we got to a similar shortcut. And there was someone coming there was a boat coming up behind us, and they were they were clearly going around the outside. We took the shortcut, and they followed us, and thought, okay, well, that just, you know, lost our advantage on that one. Um, the third shortcut, there were three boats coming up behind us, and, you know, you couldn't avoid, you couldn't avoid them seeing you going into the shortcut. So there was these three canoes, but you, you went into the shortcut, and then was like a braided there was like 15 ways out of the shortcut and it was really braided and so we got into the shortcut and then we stopped late and all these boats have gone tearing past us and they've all gone different ways and none of them went out the fast way so i think we ended up in front of them again and, and after that <laughs> you know so, so the shortcuts are actually your know, local knowledge is, yeah, a, is yeah. a really good thing um they make you you've got to have a river map so there's a book of the river map, mm-hmm. and um, people paddlers, you know, they, they laminate them, and you can you, you know, you just kind of flip through it. And as you flip through it, you're looking at the next hour of the hour of the river, mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, you know, there's all sorts of stories of people people using the map, and they've accidentally flipped forward through through two pages, and you know, the map they're looking at doesn't match the river, and they're still following the, the directions. They're like making that. it work. Yeah, <laughs> or, or making it not. Yeah, work. yeah. yeah. they're thinking, um, oh, no, this is it. I remember the the last major shortcut we took was a. It looked like a dead end, and um, it looked as though someone was going to follow us into it. And we we slowed down a bit, to, you know and started sort of looking, gazing around all over the place as if we were, you know, not sure why we were there or or where we were going. And they turned around and went back the other way. And. I reckon round the outside must have been five miles longer. It we never was, saw them again. At all. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was the last we saw of them. Um, but you know that was so the shortcuts were great. Um, but you know, so where where are we now? We're we're
2: on our way to Coffee Creek. Minto.
1: there's a yeah. there's a place called Minto, which is the last. It's 400 k's in. You've got 300 k's to go. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the last road access, and the the officials. When they when they do the briefing, the thing about Minto is because it's the last road access, if you decide that you've had enough or you, you can't make that last three hundred Ks, mm-hmm. you pull the boat over at Minto, you hit your ride to the nearest road, or you hitch your ride to the nearest town, and you know, that's it, your race is over. Yeah. If you go past Minto, you need to be recovered. It's a it's an extraction. Yeah. And it's five hundred dollars per paddler, which you pre you You've already, got that. On, yeah. You've already got that. You've already got that on your credit card, yeah. And they don't take your boat, mm-hmm. and they'll take you to the nearest road and leave you to hitchhike. You know, this is—they make it quite clear that yeah. it is you, not your boat, to the nearest road, and then we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got to Minto, and things were going all right, relatively. You know, yeah, after still, still until this headwind after four hundred mm. k's, mm. and about twenty k's past Minto, things really started to hurt really started to hurt um, with you it was your shoulder wasn't it
2: yeah I, I hadn't had that before but it just started really hurting I couldn't get a decent stroke in um, my shoulders and then was, your shoulders yeah, started playing up which is
1: chronic anyway um, and we were cold and we were miserable and, and we'd um, because the the spot had been playing up and the, and the spot had actually gone off another four times so we'd moved the We'd move the spot to in front of me so i could see it and it would it would sort of tick along sending tracking messages for 15 minutes and then it would just spontaneously send an sos and you know i'd grab it and send a we're okay and, and try and reset it um but at carmax uh erin erin who was supporting us she'd given us a um a garmin in reach ah okay and um yeah. so, and, it, and it swapped it over but arranged with of the officials to to swap it over so we had the in reach instead because yeah. this thing was great getting kit yeah Mm. um and it was it was good but you know so we're we're 20 pays 20 k's past the last pull-out point and thinking about thinking about pulling out it was a bit of a low spot and i have to say the back of my mind it was i didn't know how to send an sos from the (laughs) enrich whoops yeah so you know small technical detail probably saved us yeah um so you've got an injury that you've never had before
2: yeah and then I was starting to get tired because I hadn't had my sleep at yeah. CarMax. And then Steve was, said to me, is your shoulder really that bad because you're not even paddling? And I was like, oh, sorry, I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so then not long after that, because we were both hurting so badly, Steve said, let's pull over and just have a sleep for an hour. Yeah. yeah. So we just found a little was like, sandbar. Yeah, it was like stuff. 4 a.m.
1: And, you know, we were... We were both sore. We were both tired, and we found this. We found the sandbar. Pulled up on the sandbar. There's no sand. It was all. It was silt. It was silty mud on mm-hmm. rocks. Yep. And so we pulled out the pulled out the survival bags and those my those you know silver foil mylar yeah. survival bags. Yeah. I've always thought they were crack.
0: Oh no 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 no. There's I, a reason you have them. I, yeah. I,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah perfect. I, I, I I realize now that I've just never been cold enough to appreciate one. Yeah, mate. And why do you think potatoes cook in oil? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, so we, we lay
2: down there with our our life jackets as our pillows. Yeah, yeah. Just climbed into these bags and we are out like a light. 40 See. Forty
1: minutes later, another boat going past. They either, they do. No, were, they
2: were young hot. Oh it was a
0: hut, was it? Yeah it was a hut. We both love like, a oh. Some couples go to Venice, you know, <laughs> look a cruise on the Sea Princess. You yeah. fellas yeah. you fellas lie down in plastic bags on life jackets on a silty money bar and hang
1: out yeah. snooze. It's just, so, yeah, lying there like a bear taco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bear taco. After that, um, It was we, okay. We
2: felt, we, yeah, we felt a lot better after that. Yeah, we just but needed a break.
0: We were getting cold then when we woke up. So we so, woke up. so cold wise, uh, Andrew McCauley when he first tried to paddle to New Zealand, his first attempt, he called it off because of the cold seeping in through the laminate. Um, he didn't. He hadn't figured on how conductive the laminate was to the cold water, and uh, if the was, water's six degrees, I mean,
1: yeah. Well, neither of us was sitting directly. You know, the only no. thing touching the, the hull of the boat because because Andrew was sleeping and was trying to sleep in the boat. That's right. So yeah. he had his body hard yeah. down on yeah. the hull. whereas you know the only thing i didn't have any skin touching the boat because i was sitting on that lovely sweet cheeks, yeah Yeah. and i was
2: on my phone yeah insulated
1: but you know the air was cold it was it was cold and the the wind was out yeah it's just constant wind um but that got us to coffee creek
2: yeah we got to coffee creek and that was a a three hour mandatory stop yep yeah and they had they didn't have you didn't have tents there they just had shelters set up
1: just a couple of big blue tarps. yep and And some and some grass that someone had put the weed whacker across yeah
2: and but they had they had food there set up for you they, soup. Had, they had soup and porridge and yeah it was I nice used, yeah it was good it was
1: like the hilton i was gonna say yeah. compared to the sandbar with the yeah. rocks <laughs> and
2: they had lots of portaloos which is really nice yeah ah, okay
1: yeah. it's the small things you notice <laughs>
2: yeah. so yeah we just had something to eat and lay down and we were instantly asleep which was great
1: yeah yeah um what are we 40 40 something hours here uh, 40, 42 43 yeah, 42 it took us 19 hours from carmax okay for 250 k's so 42 so hours we're still, we're still moving yeah so you, you're what probably 42
0: hours of speed you're going. you're probably what 500 k's by then uh,
1: we had 150 to go yeah so yeah 550 k's yeah. yeah and um you know even with an hour even with an hour of sleep we i think we got you know 40 minutes we were yeah we were out um, by the time we got going again. But
2: but here at Coffee Creek, we would have had probably a couple of hours each, yeah. I think. Yeah. A decent sleep. Yes, yeah. was there good. wasn't
1: much else to do at Coffee Creek.
2: No, it was good. Uh, but it was quiet. Yeah. Because everyone oh, that the toilets. was there was asleep. Yeah, there yeah. oh, the toilets. Yeah, yeah that
0: were Keep you occupied for a little while, just out of pure joy. <laughs> well, well,
1: not really, because we'd been on spiz and other things, you know, energy food and stuff. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Yeah. But um, then, yeah,
2: after that, we left there and the wind had dropped a bit i
1: think we well, turned north and we were we were out of the wind by then
2: yeah.
1: so um and then you hit you hit the white river and the, and the river just it's the the white rivers um there's a whole lot of volcanic ash that gets washed into the river and the river just turns white and um, so you can't drink the water you can't Wow. Well, you can't I, fill your well you i, I did i feel because
2: i had no water left i filled my drink bottle and just put it. um Pure Tab in it. Pure Tab in it. So it was fine. It didn't taste. Yeah. It was just a little gritty. <laughs> <laughs> because,
1: yeah. yeah. you know, th- this is one of the things, like, we're actually filling our water from the river as we went. Yeah. And, you know, because you can't carry, you know, you don't want to be carrying enough water yeah, for, yeah. For, yeah. for 20 it's plus hours. It's more weight. But, um, yeah, the the White River, once we got to the White River and everything turned silty, it was, mm. yeah. Um,
2: and that was so, quite a quite braided
1: that part of the river yeah the the map was really useful there because you know and it, the, there was big islands huge islands with you know 30 foot pine trees in the middle of the river it's not you know it's that permanently braided um multi-channels mm-hmm. and um yeah we were just we we had the end in sight it was a it was a slog um everything was going all right until 60 mile creek with the 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 official
2: official, was was it the last checkpoint
1: i think it was yeah and you decided
2: to ask how long to the end even though we knew how long to the end i've got race
1: notes we had this you know laminated race notes Mm -hmm. on the boat that said it's sixty nine k's to the finish Mm -hmm. and they've been they've been plus or minus a couple of k's the whole yeah and and just the just the novelty of seeing humans you know you saw these saw these officials and you go are you 60 mile creek and you go yeah, yeah yeah how far to the finish and the guy's gone 36 k's
2: mm.
1: oh fantastic 36 k's my notes say 69. you know are, are you sure that's called sure that's kilometres? That is not nautical miles are you sure it's not miles no, no it's 36 k's we've just come from there i don't know where he came from yeah i because yeah we when you when you're racing, did he fly in a helicopter? I don't know. Straight line. Maybe he lives close by. But it's, uh. but when you're racing and someone says, you know, you've got th- you know, i are on the Hawkesbury. When yeah. you've got when you leave Wiseman's, you know how far you've got to go, and you know how yeah. you know how fast you're burning through energy, and you go, I'm only going to be going for the next three hours, so mm. I'm going to burn all my energy in the next three hours. Well, yeah. we did that, and. The further up we got, you know, the further along we got, the closer we got to 36 k the more I was going, I don't think he was right.
2: And I was adamant, we'll go around the next corner and we'll be there, we'll be able to see it.
1: Kate really wanted it um, to be just around. Yeah, yeah, wishing it to be there. And,
2: yeah.
1: And
0: if you look at the map on the GPS. How clearly are you thinking at this stage? I mean, you're looking at elephants uh, and the trees uh, quite a while ago. Oh
2: Yeah. Now, we've had a little bit of sleep since then, so we weren't seeing quite so much. Right. Yeah.
1: We kind of straightened out by then. Yeah. But thirty six K right? yeah you really wanted it to be thirty six cars
2: Yeah. We'd had two other points during the race where there was people on the side of the river and you said how far to the next one, next checkpoint and they'd tell you and they were bang on. Yeah. And I, this is the third time I thought, Why would he lie? The others have been right. Mm. And Do you so, reckon he just tells her on that? Yeah. Or just makes yeah. something up.
0: I you know, yeah, I, I have no idea. Hey, go but, on, Hank. You know, just gave them the old thirty-six kilometer. <laughs> mm. so
2: yeah, we got to thirty-six, and I broke down. Right. It Wasn't bad. Obviously, there. obviously yes. it was not going thirty-six. <laughs> and Steve had been telling me.
1: Yeah, she just didn't. Want, she did not want to hear. I, I
2: did not want
1: to know. Oh. No. Didn't <laughs> want to hear bad news, huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, you know, i had been looking at the GPS and, and you, you zoom out far enough and you go, OK, so so Dawson, which is the finish, was, you know, sort of head north and then sort of swing swing right, sort of 15 degrees right, paddle for a paddle for a bit and you're at Dawson. But, and you'd look ahead and you'd go, OK, so I can see a point up ahead where it turns right. That's got to be it. But I was out by a scale of 10. Wow. You know, what I was seeing was 2 k's ahead. And the turn was twenty K's away and oh man. We um so we had a bit of a low spot and I remember doing the calculation, you know, we were we were drifting at six kilometers an hour, almost eight. Oh, okay. And you know, we're drifting along at eight and I've gone, you know, if we just stopped paddling now and drifted, we'd be eighty one hours. You know, we'd we'd be there under the I think it's a ninety hour cutoff, ninety five or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We'dn't ne- you know there's no there's no there's no cutoffs once you get past carmen and this is but, over 30 kilometers yeah, yeah. and we prepared to, prepared to <laughs> just well, dr- just out. drift yeah, yeah and you know that that would have almost seemed like a good idea except at that point we drifted into an eddy and started getting washed back upstream <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so,
1: it's like you know the, the river god hates us now um so we we kept paddling, oh, we kept paddling. and oh that was that was hard um I did get some hallucinations at one stage. I I recall seeing a medieval knight in full armor on horseback with a lance riding through the trees. You mean a jousting stick? A jousting <laughs> stick. <laughs> um, and I don't know where that one came from, but you know he followed us for about half a k. Okay. Um, tell him his mother was a hamster and his father
0: smelled elderberries. Yeah.
1: Um Other people saw um, Greg Hillier and Sue Smith from um where are they from central newcastle. newcastle yeah and um they were there they were there racing as well and um around about that point when they we were talking to them when they got to the finish and, and greg swears that they ran into the back of it well, sue sue told, sue
2: told him he did ran into so the back of the Daihatsu like car <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and greg was worried that he was going to lose his bond on the boat <laughs>
2: He didn't think he'd done anything wrong. He hadn't. <laughs> it was. Sweet. He dodged
1: a bridge. I'm sure he's. Yeah. I'm sure he said he dodged a bridge. And there's no bridges for a long, long way. Um, but you know, they, everyone was seeing weird things. Um,
0: yeah. Well, but I, told, I was ducking under stuff in the Hawksby last year. Yeah. Like, but nothing there. Yeah. No. I was ducking.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. like this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Your brain just starts filling things in. And I, and I think on the Yukon, because there's just nothing but trees and rocks. You know, and it
2: is really silent as well. Like, we're used to hearing cows or sheep or something. It was, it was just silent. There was nothing mm. there. You'd occasionally it come, across a,
1: come across a group camp on the side of the river because it's a, you know, the people trek, canoe, canoe trek down the river. Yep. But, um, you know, your brain just sort of starts trying to fill in bits of, bits of civilization. I remember seeing a, a power pylon at one stage and it was like, it was just one, no wires. It was just one power pile on. It sort of blinked a little bit and it went away. But you know, it your brain just wants to see a house or a cow or a car or a road or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just desolate. And um, you know, the the officials are serious when they say it's going to take twenty four hours to get to you if you if you pull the pull. Yeah, the yeah. Um, so eventually we kind of you know we we were a bit fits and starts at that stage. We'd paddle for a while and then we'd stop and you know have a. Had a bit of a break. No, we were race. hurting again. And, yeah. um, you know, th- there was a conversation about, we're just going to finish this damn race. Yeah. And. His stupid idea was this.
2: Mm-hmm. Was,
1: that, that had to be mine. And, you know, we it was on our bucket list and on the bucket list was the Yukon 1000. And it was like, well, let's just, let's just say we've, you know, we're crossing that one off. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. God we didn't want to register for that. Um, <laughs> and so we, you know, we were just there to tick this one off. And, um, that that was kind of the tone of things heading into heading into Dawson and Dawson's.
2: We, what else? We managed Dawson. Yeah, we, we, made it. we
1: made it. Well, we made it back. Um, so, yeah. and that that last three hundred k's, you either paddle out or you get rescued. You know, there's no yeah, yeah. There's, there's no other way out. It's certainly a lot easier to it's, paddle out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah Oh yeah. You yeah. And you got lots of time. You know, if you if you pulled yeah. over and sleep on the bank for you know half a day, it's still. I'm still getting there in time. Yeah, um, but we we paddle into Dawson at you know five a.m. Five, a, 5 a.m. a.m. yeah, you know, five a.m. is a good good finish time. Yeah, um, I think we almost missed it. We were confused because the, there's not a very big finish sign. There's not like big flashing lights, and you know there was there was someone on the bank. We, we'd see the town, we couldn't see where the finish line was, and it's actually kind of you you paddle up and it's tucked behind a ferry that's sitting on the side of the side of the river, and we we're on the other side of the river and almost missed it and then you know so the last minute we had to do this sort of 180 degree turn and a, and a fast ferry glide across to avoid being washed down the river to whatever comes next yeah um so you know we've we've got to dawson people shake shaking our hands
2: and you know
1: it's and
2: we had a lovely lady that was a, a volunteer there and she said where are you staying and she says right i'll take you jump in the car yeah. and we, so, we, gear. so we
1: arrived at a hotel at five in the morning and there's no one, you know, the, the knocked on the door, no one answers. And then one of the guests came out. So this woman's just taken us inside. And, you know, so now <laughs> we're oh, standing... There's a
2: number on the door. Yeah. There was a phone number on the door. She yeah. rang up and well, said, yeah. said, I've got people here. And then someone happened to come out. So she said, oh, come in, come in. And it and and was quite...
1: Then the managers arrived. And you know she was she was really good she was she was quite helpful but as as she walked in the door she sort of looked around sniffed a little bit and then she started opening up the doors. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I yes.
1: think I think we were a bit whiffy yeah. at that stage. Um, you know, we'd been in a boat for we'd been wearing the same clothes for sixty five hours. Yeah, pretty oh, yeah. much.
2: Okay,
1: um, and. Dawson's a really cool place. It's kind um, of cool that you finished in Dawson, New Dawson's. Well, yeah, <laughs> and this is this, this is part of my thing that you know. We'd, I remember when I was at primary school, looking through the atlas and going, "Oh, it's a place called Dawson. I must go there one day." And I never imagined I'd go there in a kayak. Yeah, but um, and it's the it's the freakiest little town. It's it's
2: it's it's like you're on a movie set.
0: Yeah.
2: seriously. I'm
1: picturing
0: um, Northern Exposure, that show about Alaska, all if those it, years
1: ago. If it wasn't for the cars, you know, so you've got all these old. All these old buildings, you know, the sort of western style buildings yeah. and boardwalks down either side. And dirt dirt streets. And, and dirt streets. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you can just you know you're just waiting for a saloon door to tumble to, Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. someone to come flying out yeah. the saloon door. Um and it's it's just cool. Um it, it must get a bit of tourist tourist value. Um and That's it's got frontier looking joint. Yeah, and there's yeah. and there's lots of buildings that um that are sort of slowly subsiding and Apparently, the whole place was built on permafrost, so they just planted the buildings on the, on the ground. You know, they've got sort of flat foundations. And when the buildings went through, the, the buildings have been there long enough that they subtly changed the temperature of the ground under them. And so they just start sinking into the ground. And so you get all these buildings that are sort of twisted and, and, and um, cautioned. Yeah, as just, that they left them there. Yeah, you know, there's, yeah. there's some that are really old and they're just there they're there for show. Yeah. But um yeah, it was really cool. it was a cool town, you know. Yeah. And and you know, then we got the whole vibe of, of other paddlers coming in, you know. So we were there when um when Greg and Sue came in, we, we we saw them saw them on the track and we knew they were getting close and we went and waited on the riverbank and you know, as they came in we go, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie <laughs> And uh I think it was the first sensible thing Sue had said in three or four hours. It was like, oi, oi! <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and anyway, Sue was having some good hallucinations. I remember, I remember her standing there, and it's just the the, the landmark that you see just before you see the town is a is a slip on the side of the on the side of the on the side of the gorge, and it's called Mooseheads Moosehead Slip and Sue's going, it's so great that they've actually put moose head across it. <laughs> yes. Moose, yes. moose, You know, they've written moose across it in rocks and we're all looking at it going, no? She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, and she was pointing at it and insisting that it still said moose <laughs> when nobody else could see it. It was, um, you know, and, and so you get you know, all, the, all the paddlers that you'd seen in a the, in the couple of days before, they all started arriving mm. and it just had a really good vibe. Yeah, and, um, I'll bet. You know, there was a banquet. Um, fastest team was a pair of C2 paddlers. Okay. And they were, what they do it in? 44. Um, 44, forty four fifty nine. What were you guys? 55. 55. Yeah. Wow, that's smoking.
2: Yeah. That's 44.
0: That's Yeah. That's fastest, 17 Ks an hour. Fastest
1: K2 was 40, 46, 46 yeah. something, an wow. hour behind them. Okay. You know, so these guys were smoking. Yeah, um, absolutely. There were some really, there were some really good paddlers. You know, mm. one stage we got passed by a C one, and, um. and the guy was he was going like an egg beater. Yeah. He was, yeah, and he was just comfortable. You know, yeah. looked, he was just tapping yeah. along really comfortably. Yeah, um, you know, and I think if you a, a bit of local knowledge, a bit of you know having done it before, mm. um, one of the one of the guys who's done it a few times said it's really hard to do well on your first attempt yeah you know there's just so much different that you've mm. you've never encountered and you, you know you, it's, it's just hard to comprehend the scale and the loneliness and the yeah you know and have the right gear and not and make the right decisions I think we made a lot of a lot of right decisions mm.
2: but um, there's things we do different
1: yeah um but you know and the, the the more the more prepared you are the less things you have to deal with on the on the fly but you always end up dealing dealing with things on the day and yeah you know trying to work out how to how to get past a particular yeah. problem um but yeah it was it was great you know they um it was prize money too yes we uh, we actually made six hundred dollars canadian which was which made was a great. profit yeah yeah well no, no, we no. on the sick. race yeah. Not in-
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you probably spent six hundred dollars on goose seats, and
1: <laughs> actually, we probably spent six hundred dollars on t-shirts and stuff that said Dawson. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the locals were probably wondering why these crazy were going around buying everything with Dawson on it. Yeah, um, because we could. Um, and yeah, yeah, we actually spent it. We spent it all on on warm gear when we got back to got yeah. back to Whitehorse. Um, trip back to Whitehorse was the scariest part of it. We uh, the the guy we rented the. Rented the boat off they they took a trailer load um all the paddlers were in a van so it was big old ford ford van yeah and um the the trailer i think the trailer was normally used for carrying snowmobiles so it's a really heavy trailer you know despite the fact there's no weight on it and um every time the guy driving it went over 90 the the trailer would start to start to try and pull out and pass us. <laughs> and, and his response was to put the brakes on and uh, he just he didn't seem to make the connection between over 90 and instability but uh you know it's it's fortunate that our travel insurance didn't expire until we left canada <laughs> because we thought we were going to die yeah wow so <laughs> so
0: what was that what, what would you highlight Kate, of the whole thing be if you had to look back and there's one moment of the yukon
2: um i really liked the the checkpoints uh it was just really cool, the, the vibe of everyone. You know, we've made it this far. We've, yeah. We've done it, and we're going to, you know, we're going to finish. Um, and everyone was so supportive there. They were running around, getting your food, mm. getting your clothes. Mm.
1: Um, I like Dawson. I like the finish.
2: Uh, yeah, Dawson was a pretty cool town. Yeah,
1: but quirky, but it was, you know, it was nice to finish. And it, and it kind of, you know, we'd been a bit low coming in, but, you know, and that was... Uh, I think we just didn't, it was, we didn't understand the scale of it and, you know, that, that thing about the 36 k's to go, that was, that was a real low, but, you know, once we got the distance right, you know, and now, we've already entered for next well, we haven't entered, we've already rented the boat for next year, so we're going back. Yeah. And, um.
2: It only took, you know, when we got to the end, we're well, like, never doing that again. Um, by the next day, I was starting to think, Yeah. Yeah. it was kind of cool I'd like to do that again three days later
1: we were back in we were back in Whitehorse and, and it's and you get there for the Canada Day Parade so you know you get to see all the mounties and all the all the local kids parading um, there's a bit of a bit of a to do in the fairground um, and we were already looking at you know checking out the boat with a local outfitter going oh, have you got something a bit faster or you know have you got something a bit more stable so mm. you know, try and find the Try and find the right boat for next time. time oh, a yeah.
0: tradition. Do it once, then go and get a faster boat. Yeah. 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 We'll fix that with <laughs> a faster and, and boat. Fix yeah, your yeah, yeah. mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. no, cool. What an adventure. What an adventure. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, you put it in perspective when you start saying Sydney to Brisbane. Sydney to, Well, it's probably Sydney to the Gold Coast. Sorry, don't quote me on that, but it ain't far off. Yeah. Um, that's
1: a long way. Well, I think in the end, you yeah. know, between the, between the two races, we clocked up what is it, 12, 1,100 k's in three weeks. Mmm. And paddled twice. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, and we finished. There was no serious injuries. No, no major strains. You know, the, the sore shoulders and stuff both went away. Yeah. I broke a nail. Yeah. You know, that was, okay. That That's was good. My serious injury I broke a nail. Um, but, yeah, other than that, you know, we came home came home in one piece and
2: yeah and we could sit down yeah our, our seats worked well better than texas
1: hmm. yeah um we did reach dawson and there was you know some clothes that we'd been wearing i had, I had a pair of um pair of running shoes that i would worn in both races and they just went in the they just went in the bin at the end yeah um, and uh there's a whole lot of stuff because you have to buy all this mandatory stuff you know there's like trampers mats and all this other stuff and uh someone said to us if you want some really good quality gear just go dumpster diving at the end because there's all the stuff that people have bought and then just tossed out yeah Um, yeah yeah. but yeah so next year next year we're not doing the texas safari again but we're going we've we've entered the yukon 1000
2: which is a thousand miles
1: so that's uh there's the same route Get to
0: dawson and then
2: uh, carry
0: yeah. on to alaska yeah that's a mile so hang on 1600
1: kilometers so you get there you got another 900 yeah yeah, that's yeah. All. yeah. to alaska so we've so we're we're going to re-enter the uh the river quest yep. and paddle Whitehorse to dawson yeah and then we're um we're going to book a canoe trip on the big salmon river yeah um, which is 12 days yeah. so that's just they drop you off in the wilderness and yep. you paddle amongst the bears and the salmon Yep. which the, the salmon tend to bring the bears out so yep. that should be fun um, so
2: we might
1: see a bear yeah and then <laughs> at least gonna, they'll be well fed yeah, yeah. and yeah. then we're going to paddle Whitehorse to Dawson again and keep going and it's
0: uh, why, why are you doing it at the Yukon first why, why I mean because they're we we're we're right. going all their way yeah, yeah okay. that's not yeah well I mean I can't argue with that it's a warm up yeah yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> ah okay well there you go Bloody hell. Hmm. Bloody hell. So you're going to keep on doing all this ridiculous training in that case for that? Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 We well, can't help ourselves. Hawkesbury and the Murray, they're, they're bloody, yeah. bloody warm-ups, aren't they, really, in the br- yeah, big sweep help. of things? Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. You get to sleep each night on the Murray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's easy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah when, you're doing, when you're doing a 300k leg, you think, okay, so this is three Hawkesburys. Yeah. And then I get to sleep, and then we get to, you know, do another couple of Hawkesburys, and then
0: yeah ah okay well thank you that's uh you're welcome that's a couple of uh, that was two podcasts in one (laughs) (laughs) but you can see why it's a big tale isn't it the bloody Yukon holy dooly Mm -hmm. 700 kilometres that's a long way a long long way (laughs) um if you've got any questions for these guys if if you'd like to know any more about it then drop us a line pop it on our Facebook post or uh or let us know at our at our expedition kayak site, and uh, we'll pass them on. And um, if there's anything you want to know, there's been quite a few people ask questions about it so
1: far. Um, maybe we'll have a bit of a Q and A at some point down the track. Um, I think that, I think the parting message would be, you know, anybody can do this. And you look at the look at the people who line up for this. and they they're not superhuman. They're not super athletes. They're just normal people. Well, that's stretching it a bit, but
0: yeah. yeah. With ex- <laughs> the
1: extraordinary resilience yeah. of your ass.
2: What the Yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. That's a, that's a couple yeah. of bloody good, good tales now. Yeah. No, we'll wait for the next one. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. What a beauty. Yeah.